Welcome to the Crater Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss all the JavaScript news that's happened on Crater.io this week. This episode is for Friday, January 15th, 2016. Welcome, Crater fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host, Ben Strahan. What's up, Ben? What's up, Josh? Not much. Another week. Welcome to 2006. Another week in JavaScript <laughs> fatigue land. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't catch me this time, man. Huh? You didn't catch me this time. 2006, nice. <laughs> I've just gotten used to you saying the wrong year. That's yeah, all. right? <laughs> awesome. How's your week been treating you, man? Not bad. It's been a weird one, you know. I haven't gotten a ton of things done, but... Yeah. Good. I'm down like uh, five pounds and down like eight or nine inches from working out. So I'm super happy with that though. That's awesome. Yeah. I went on a diet too. It's called the no exercise diet. Ah, and I'm losing weight. Exercise a ton and eat right diet. You know what I got hooked on when I went to space camp was what's it called? Soylent. Yes. Soylent. Oh, did you try that there? I didn't try it, but I like the idea where I didn't have to think about the food I was going to eat mm-hmm. and it would just be the same thing over and over and it'd just be efficient. Like, I don't know. That's what I'd like. Soylent has like a DIY subdomain, DIY.soylent.com. Yeah. And like people are like giving like experiments and like giving different mixes and stuff. So I was trying keto chow, which is amazing. Mm. And so I've been doing that for like two weeks. So Not is it long. actually Soylent then? No, it's not. Okay. It's because they, they had problems, right? Like they, they had like, I thought I heard something about them having like metal content in their mix. I heard that like if you buy any like nutritional supplement that is originated from China, you'll get like heavy metals in it. Mm. I think it's the manufacturing process or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing well, Shakeology with greens and. There you go. There you go. I've been living out of my blender cup every breakfast and lunch. I've been loving it. Yep. Yeah. All right. So JavaScript land this week. It's actually probably a little meteor heavy. I don't know. We're gonna be talking about Meteor One Three and React. Building a blog with React, Electron, and Meteor, and an announcement from MDG. <laughs> Your dog didn't sound too happy about that. Yeah, yeah she's hungry. <laughs> she wants me to feed her the puppy. She's not patient. Let's dive into this. Indeed. All right. So the first post is uh, actually from Aranota, who's uh, been ripping them off left and right here, man. He's Seriously. Killing it on the blogging. Seriously. In our, for- in our uh, little Slack chat, we got a joke of like, Aranota's a robot, so we don't know what number of the robot we're talking to at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> What's your serial number? In the chat room too, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's like everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So this post was written by serial number 224. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically he walks you through a little bit, you know, how to get your, your Meteor app set up here with Meteor Create using the, the 1.3 release, uh, the beta release basically ends up killing off anything inside the app and then does an NPM in it and um, pulls in some NPM packages. So you've got React NPM, 
he pulls in Kadira flow router using Meteor, but then he uses uh, NPM again to pull in React Mounter instead of uh, React Layout. Now there's this new problem of having, you know, if you bring in React Layout, that's going to rely on React, and it's going to bring in its version of React, and then you're going to have the oh, yeah. version, and you're going to have the Meteor-loaded version, mm-hmm. and so that, that leads to some headaches, so you got to be careful there. Uh, yep. Which is, I ran into that issue. Which is interesting, and I wonder, you know, in the future, can he just uh, switch React Layout to use the NPM version instead, and would that eliminate the problem that'd be nice to see in the post probably when 1.3 yeah official you know he just kind of walks you through what the header of each file is going to kind of look like now because you need to import the pieces that you need to get this file running right Mm -hmm. and so theoretically this is going to lead to a slimmer app because you don't need to load everything everywhere so he loads in for like the routes he loads in react react mounter and some JSX files and then creates a route and then, you know, it's all, it's all kind of functioning. It's all gravy from there. Yeah. So I think once we get uh, some kind of multiple entry point into an application, this will become super interesting because we can like make little sub parts of the app. Right. And so if you think about it, like in terms of uh, telescope, there's like, I want to browse telescope part of the app. And then there's like, I want to actually post something. And then there's like the admin part. And I think those could be three different kind of like application bundles that you, you, you know, you only need the application bundle to post if you care about posting. There's no need for me to send all that code down to someone that just wants to read some posts. That's important from a speed standpoint. So does 1.3 have entry points like Webpack? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, so the thing is, like, they don't have any kind of notion of a router. So, like, Meteor is going to have to make some kind of decision to to make that work properly, you know. And maybe it's just they're going to do it at the connect level. I I don't know. But you got to do it somewhere. Yeah. Figure out when you're serving up what JavaScript where. Well, I'm looking forward to 1.3. He goes on to talk about Mantra at the very end of the post too, which is their new kind of framework built on top of Meteor 1.3. It's, it's kind of an architecture and, you know, more news has come out about that. So if you want to read up more about that, I would suggest you go into this post from the show notes and clicking through and kind of reading it all. Yeah. Aranota, you know, wanted to see what the community really wanted. So he kind of like put a, a post out there and we reported on that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. I think it's a smart move for him. If I look into my crystal ball, I have a feeling that MDG is going to move into the Kadira space at some point And it probably makes a lot more sense for him to, to be able to break away from meteor. Mm-hmm. What I really think is impressive is Aaron is running a large scale meteor app mm-hmm. and he's, and he's gone through all the headaches. He's, broken out parts of it so that it could meet his, his demand mm-hmm. and, and replace parts of it. But you look at this and, and it's awesome to see how fresh and reinventive he is. And on the cutting edge, he's always bringing out the challenges that he has in his current production app mm-hmm. and, and like offering some amazing new things for us. He's always like on every other show with new stuff. That yeah. Way. So yeah, definitely. I would have to say that he's probably 
one of the most active creators in the community right now. For sure. I think, yeah, definitely. Like Sam and I, uh, Sam Hatuam and I have had a lot of talks and uh, Aeronauta is definitely like a classic kind of innovator type person pushing the envelope and some of this stuff like blogging about it and sharing it and like that kind of stuff leads to growing a mind share kind of around yeah. this idea people pick it up and start working with. Yeah, that's the amazing thing too is he has a little bit of like marketing blood in him as well. Yeah. So, Aaronota, keep it up, man. Like for me, I have trouble running an open source project. Like I don't mind doing the marketing side, but running an open source project's like Yeah. I don't know, hammer to the that, head type of thing. That's kind of where I'm coming from. It's like we are <laughs> Like it's a lot of effort. It really yeah. is. So. It is, yeah, for sure. We really appreciate you, man. Yeah. Talk about someone else that we really appreciate. Someone else that's like kicking out stuff like crazy is our boy Ryan Glover, AKA the media chef. Indeed. And he came out with an article uh, that walks you through building a blog with React. Right. And he's still using media in the back end, right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and he has like a base starter app that usually all of his stuff is based on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is what it's based on. You can like build a blog. He uses Flow Router as well. I would have to say like I like Flow Router, especially with React. Well, let me see here. Does he have server-side rendering on here? I would hope he went into it. The new version of Flow Router is going to have their experimental branch that had server-side rendering mm-hmm. uh, merged into it. At OK Grow, we recently built a blog in React, and we use the server-side rendering uh, Flow Router repo. And it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, that's that's the direction I want to take the podcasting apps. Uh, I want to switch them to React and use Flow Router with server-side rendering so that uh, I've said it time and again, like SpiderWool is a terrible, terrible package. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is not built well and it is very, very naive. And so I think this is a much better solution. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, it took us like a very short amount of time to like understand uh, the concepts of what we needed to achieve with our blog when we wrote it. And then we were off to the races pretty quickly. So, yeah. All right, let's get back to this post. (laughs) Oh, did I skip ahead? Maybe. Was there more to cover here? No, no. It's Friday. Yeah. Give me a beer. It's time to start the weekend. But yeah, so the Meteor Chef dives into it. And it's, it's a blog in React. It's amazing. Do it. Figure yeah. it out. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm kind of curious. Uh, did he move his blog to React? At the top, he said it was for one of the client, his clients. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any kind of React stuff going on in his. Uh, you know what's interesting, though, is it's full on HTML. I wonder if he's using Meteor for this. He is not using Meteor. Last time I talked with him. Cause he's one of our boys from Chicago back in the day I was like building a package around the infrastructure that we built for uh, meteor.com yeah. and their content management. That was also SEO friendly with blaze. And I remember having an in-depth talk with him. He stayed away from meteor on his blog because of the wow. SEO. Yeah. Uh, now with react, it makes it that much easier. Yeah. Get it out of the box. So agreed. Agreed. I know he's looking closely at it because he does want everything to be meteor, but it just didn't make sense back then when he was creating this. All right. So 
electron. We're, we're having some puppy issues here. Turnkey electron apps with uh, Meteor. So this was written by uh, Jeff Ware. He's also in the, uh, well, now it's the Space Dojo Slack channel, renamed uh, Meteor Club to Space Dojo. But yeah, so he's in there and, you know, he hit me up and said, hey, like, we're going to put this out. What, what do you think of it? And I'm, you know, I was reading it and I'm like, wow, this is, this is really awesome. So they've created a package now. You can do like Meteor Ad Quark Electron. You know what I'd love to see is actually just do like Meteor Ad Platform Electron. That would be pretty awesome too. Mm-hmm. And it will kind of do everything that you need it to do to get your app working in Electron. And then you can start doing things like using some APIs in Electron to do different functionality. And so they, they use this to create their Mixmax desktop application. So that was really interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Now, uh, Sir Charles Watson had a interesting thing. Oh, here it is. So it's talking about it right now. We've enhanced working with Meteor Electron's creator, Mike Reese. Cool. Yeah, Mike Rissy. Yep. So I know that they were suffering from a really large install size mm-hmm. uh, before. And I think it was attributed to Mongo. So I'm curious about this. I want to start playing around. You know, if you read it, they said one of the decisions that they kind of had to struggle with was basically, do they go the Cordova route, which is, you know, the app and like all the server stuff kind of lives in the cloud. And then they've got kind of a local copy of the JavaScript and CSS Mm -hmm. on the client. You know, instead they opted to not build the Meteor stuff into Electron and just have it connect to a server kind of like Cordova. And then they don't have to worry about that ginormous build size. And they also can build for a lot more platforms than just Mac or, or uh, Linux. So, uh, and that was important for them to be able to build for a lot of different OSs. So that's awesome. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Good stuff. I guess that would be, you know, that's probably more akin to React Native and how it works maybe. So good job, Jeff, rock and roll in the Mixmax team. Indeed. Those guys are always killing it. So last up, talking about killing it or maybe resurrecting it. Killing it. Lazarus. You know, this is interesting because I think theoretically, like their investigation announcement maybe killed Blaze faster than anything else. (laughs) I never saw. So like guys were talking about a post on the media forums. Jeff called Angular React and Blaze. And it's interesting because if you guys are following, of course you guys are following. Jeff announced that they're like, they're going to be recommending that everyone move from Blaze to React. That was a while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah. And that's what you're getting at. That's what you're alluding at, right? That that announcement killed Blaze. Yeah, because I didn't. Well, you know, my immediate reaction is you're going to kill off mm, roughly 80% of atmosphere packages, right? Because they're right. full stack component packages yes. built on Blaze. And if we don't have Blaze anymore, then you've just like cocked the gun and put a bullet up to the head of all those packages and just pulled the trigger. <laughs> and what I saw after announcement is like a lot of Blaze packages getting deprecated. Yeah. Uh, right after that. And yeah. so it's like, oh, there we go. Some, not all. I mean, not all. Know, auto no. form's still there. And 
things like iron router obviously are i mean they're not really being maintained and you know mm-hmm. like you're referring to meteoric right that was yeah that was the big one that yeah. got cut in light of something like react native i think you have to really take a serious look at your options and decide does cordova and a blaze version of ionic really make sense i'm yeah, not sure I think, it does i think the big thing is that now with like better angular support and having ionic and ionic kind of move directions to become more agnostic as well mm-hmm. then yeah you're right like meteoric kind of got pushed out because of that as well so there was like all well and the main, maintainer moved on which happens mm-hmm. you know i don't know this is this is super interesting to me because you know we heard oh blaze is dead just go okay. look at React. Uh, we'll try to find you some kind of like hybrid to live with for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to do some investigation. And then we get like, if you're paying attention, you get these little nuggets of like, well, it doesn't look like that makes a lot of sense from Evan Yu. And so we kind of piece together that we're not going to see Blaze 2 with a React compiler built into it. And then all of a sudden, boom, we get this post and... I think that uh, it took them a while to come to the same conclusion I had. Uh, it took them writing the Meteor Guide, which they referenced, and that has launched. So we've cut down to four stories. That would have been the fifth. If you're interested, go check out the Meteor Guide. But you know, right now, it's, it's all based around Blaze. And I think when you spend a month doing all that work and you realize, like, oh, this is the best way to build a Meteor app, and you're like, wait a minute, we're killing Blaze. Yeah. It's, it's, it's becoming really hard to build a Meteor app all of a sudden. I think it increases introducing Meteor. That's that's the difficult part. Like if you have Blaze, introducing Meteor becomes a whole lot easier. Sure. People understand yeah. HTML. They understand, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to go over here and write a JS file, and it's going to connect to this bit of code. Like people are very familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, designers can easily adopt that. And that's not to say JSX is like insanely harder because it's, it's really not at the end of the no. day. It's just maybe a slightly different paradigm. You know, there's there's other complexity, right? Like, I can't just say Meteor Ad user accounts react. There is no such thing. Yeah. But we got into it a little bit, talking about how that might be an anti-pattern as well. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting discussion as well. I, I personally don't view that as an anti-pattern. I view that as a taking crap off my plate that I don't want to do kind of pattern. <laughs> right? I mean, I don't, I don't want to write, like... So I'm sorry that you think it's an anti-pattern, but I was there as like we went through iteration of after iteration of like different authentication system in Railsland. And and even now, like I think back to, you know, I was using Devise when I left Rails and like Jose Valim has left to go do Elixir. Like is someone maintaining that or do they have like 50 new ones between now and then? Yeah. If you want to know pain, that is true pain. It's like having to, you know, when they upgrade and do major overhauls and all that kind of stuff, like they don't make it very turnkey. And I can say like having uh, seen them switch from one password encryption method to another in Meteor and in Rails, it was way easier in Meteor. And they took their time, they thought through it and did a great job. And to me, that's the power of the full stack component. So Blaze is back. Mm-hmm. We love Blaze. The interesting thing here is, is it back? Like it's, it's, it's back, but are they going to do anything with it? Or is it just going to be like, we'll just make sure it works with future versions? They don't really say that. Well, do they need to really fix anything in it? 
Oh yeah, that, sure. That yeah. Isn't provided by React and Angular. I mean, if it's going to stick around, you're going to say it's just going to stagnate. I mean, I think you're going to have the same effect by not maintaining it more than. I mean, some. It's going to stay maintained. Maybe I mean, who knows? Actually, yeah. who knows? What? We were. I, I would love to hear that answer, though. Yeah. If only we had a way to get that answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> big news. So big thanks to MDG and Sashko that we're going to be having a new podcast to be listening to as a community. Sashko and I will be getting together every week to be answering the top four or six or five maybe forum posts at forum.media.com. I just got the news today that that got signed off. So next Friday we'll be doing our first recording. Nice. And we'll be getting answers like that. So yeah, that's once you cool. get it up, we'll, uh, we'll link it up in the show notes here too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think to me that that's the biggest question mark left after reading this post. Like, it's great that they're, they're coming back and saying like blaze isn't going to die off. That's great. Yeah. You know, is it going to like, are they going to work on optimizing it to be better? Like it has performance issues. There's, there's right. two, two ways around that. Right. So is it going to be like competing to be at the same level of React and Angular or is it going to serve another purpose? Like it's great for learning. It's great for getting an MVP off the ground. You know, is there going to be like certain boxes that it falls into? I'm curious about the same thing. Yeah. But if you went diving a little bit deeper in a couple other forum posts, Jeff also made a response saying officially, and we talked about the packages and atmosphere and isomorphic packages. Jeff made an official response that not right away, but we're going to be deprecating the atmosphere and moving everything to NPM. Right. Which is not shocking to me. I kind no. of predicted this a while ago. I, I think it's the right move, right? Like if you look at NPM uh, back when Meteor started, it, it was serving up node packages, but now it's serving up a heck of a lot more. And, you know, I think it's, it's kind of replacing, uh, Browserify and other options out there. So you can load in front end kind of code. So, you know, you can, you can do the same thing using NPM. And I think that for us, this is a, this is a much better story. Uh, We can start participating in the full ecosystem. There shouldn't be a reason that we have to meteor add react, right? We should just do the NPM install react and it should just come Mm -hmm. in. Yeah, officially released by React. And if they need to build something else, just have a tiny little like media React package that builds a bridge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so then that's going to change how packages are right now. And that goes back to the anti-pattern conversation. And there's going to be a shift on how packages are made because there's no reason for us to reinvent the wheel. Right. But what we can do is make a package that kind of like is almost like a mix-in for other packages and it would include everything that we need for Meteor. Sure, absolutely. So, yeah. There'll be, a, there'll be a shift happening. I'm excited about the announcement. The thing is, it was, it was probably overall handled wrong, right? So you come out, you say Blaze is, is pretty much going to die off. And I think a lot of people just immediately made a shift away from Blaze. Like uh, there were a lot of people that felt antsy and started investigating and started shifting to React. And I, you know, I noticed... Probably one of the more popular rooms in the Space Dojo Slack channel now is React. The React channel. Yeah. So, and I see a lot of people that are in there trying to learn how to use React. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, we we did those simple metrics, right? Like the React and the Angular Reddit areas are like twice as as active or have twice as many readers, but they're like 
four times more active than, mm-hmm. than Meteor. So. Depending on the point of view, you can label it as like handled wrongly or you can label it as like a success for the community. So a lot of people who are on the fence uh, got that first announcement and they're like, oh, boom, that made a decision for me. Thanks, Jeff. Moving to React. But in Jeff's response here on like, like resurrecting Blaze and having it stay longer is directly responded to uh, the feedback that he got. And yeah, so there was another I, group of people that didn't move to React and they're like, hold up, hold up, time to pick it, you know, time to boycott. We want, we want Blaze, we want Blaze. And I would look at it like a success for the community. Like, guys, you stood up, you let Jeff know and he listened. And this is a pretty big move for MDG to like take this responsibility. And it, it wasn't, and it kind of turned the decision from what MDG was originally planning to do. So, but, I, but again, you know, I, I'll, I'll use your words, like follow the money. Was this, was this something that came back from a bunch of galaxy users that said like, well, I, I, I think everyone kind of agreed, like blaze to rendering to react probably didn't make a ton of sense. Like mm-hmm. move to react or stick with blaze. But I, I think there's a number of people that are okay with blaze and, they made the choice like, hey, we want to stick with Blaze. And if you say you're killing off Blaze to someone that's paying you money and they're like, well, maybe we'll move somewhere else. If we got to move to React, like why, why stick with Meteor? Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. Certainly. It's, it's that was a big stuff. part of it too. Yep. Bottom line is like they're human, right? They make mistakes. The cool thing is, is like admitting mistakes and changing instead of like getting entrenched in your ideas. Yeah. I think that's the big win on this post. It is. I would agree. But again, I, I, you know, I think we lost some really interesting people that were using Blaze that aren't using Blaze anymore. But moving to NPM, we're still going to have those interesting people in our community, right? I don't think they left JavaScript because of Blaze. Right. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Very true. Cool. Well, the future is unknown, but it sure is looking exciting. 2016 has not let me down yet. Yep. <laughs> Definitely interesting. With our JavaScript fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's going to be the meme of the year, I think. I know. Back to reading more books this weekend. <laughs> it's like I have one day out of all my weekends coming up that are just dedicated to reading books. Mm, nice. I, I got to. I just, I don't know. The more I procrastinate on it, the farther I'm behind. So. Yeah, yeah sometimes I think just writing apps is... Uh, be as beneficial as reading books yeah i don't want a yak shape though (laughs) valuable learning that happens in yak shaving ben valuable learning i agree yeah i agree yeah all right guys well thanks for tuning in appreciate you listening uh feel free to you know if you watch if you follow the creator podcast account give us a a retweet when this comes out we uh we love to get new listeners and that's how we get them and feel free to share this stuff on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we don't have any sponsors so far this no. month. Uh, well, we should do a fun one then for free. We should give someone some free advertising. I noticed that you're wearing a certain shirt right now. Oh, what shirt do you think I'm wearing? You're wearing a threadless shirt. I am wearing a threadless shirt. I'm wearing a threadless shirt. Nice. Yes. And I got the strawberry shortcake pillow right over there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in your kid's bedroom or something? No, this is our spare bedroom. My office is my spare bedroom too. Oh, that's funny. My wife had food poisoning this weekend. And so like I, I put her in here a couple nights. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, otherwise I'd shake the bed and see it throw up, so I don't want that. Ooh, yeah. TMI. Yeah. Anyway, Threadless, right on. Good and also, uh, if you want to get into the Space Dojo Slack chat, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Meteor Club. Uh, I may change that at some point. The $10 level will get you into, uh, $10 a month subscription will get you into the Slack channel, which is literally, literally the best Meteor <laughs> channel out there. And now it's becoming yes. the best JavaScript channel out there. So It is. It's unreal how fast you can get answers, how active it is, yeah. the level of, of the members. It, it, kills, it kills Stack Overflow. I'll just say that right now. Yeah. I don't even open Stack Overflow anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I had to jump into some Ruby code this week, and I, and I like had to go into Stack Overflow, and I'm like, I'm like, when was the last time I'm here? Holy cow. I didn't yeah. look at my stats for a while. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Yeah. All right, guys. As always, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week. Later. Later. This podcast has been a Meteor Club production. You can find out more information about Meteor Club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. Again, that's meteorjs.club.